professional or amateur athlete is injured, time to treatment is critical. That's why more tri-state schools and coaches trust the trainers and doctors of Beacon Orthopedics. In fact, more than 30 high schools, club, college, and pro teams choose Beacon Orthopedics as their official medical providers. On the sidelines and in the operating room, we get athletes back in the game safely and quickly with comprehensive sports medicine care. At Beacon Orthopedics, we care for the pros, student-athletes, and weekend warriors every day. I'm not confident in a lot of things that come out of my mouth, Mike Dyer, but I'm confident of the statement that's about to come out of my mouth now. We saved the best for last on this year's edition of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I wholeheartedly agree. You delivered. Well, thank you. You really delivered for this final episode. Mike Dyer, everyone. Everyone, a big hand for Mike Dyer. As you can kind of, of course, Mike Dyer here on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. To my right, you hear these young men and a slightly older gentleman over there on the far right. Let's start on the far right. We we have a, a, a representative of Princeton High School, the football program here and beyond. Mike Daniels, all the way on the far right, head coach of the Princeton Vikings. Mike, thank you for being on the show this week. Thank you for having me. Hey. Uh, it's a great time to be a Viking. It's good. You always say that. It seems <laughs> it, like it's always a great time to be is. a Viking. That big smile it on is. your face. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and to his left, Darion Henry, the all world defensive tackle. Are we are we going all world yet? I don't. Can you get Boy, that kind very of accomplishment? Close, if not. not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not You're working yet. on it though, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> all world. All right. And, and to his left, his teammate Jaheem Thomas, linebacker, also the Princeton Vikings. Guys, thanks for taking the time on this Wednesday afternoon. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Not lifting, kind of lifting us up here a little bit at the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. All right, you guys ready to get into it? Let's ready. Let's go. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let, let's start with the biggest news. The news that I guess I just kind of broke over the last of last night. We got a we got one of those lists that you always love to see on Twitter when the guy lists his top six schools, top ten schools. <laughs> I've seen top twenty schools sometimes, but we got a top six from Mister Henry over here. You want to tell us your top six? What does that exactly mean when you list the top six? Uh, just the schools that um I feel like best. I have the best interest in right now. So yeah. So that could change the, the top six. Is that static? Is that some? Is there a number seven that can maybe get up in there? Think, what, what does that mean? I mean, it, I, I say it can possibly change, mm-hmm. but uh, right now that's what I'm sticking with. Right now, is that a is, is this top six in any kind of order? <laughs> I know some people probably want to know that. Uh, not right now, no, sir. Uh, name your top six for us: uh, UC, Kentucky, LSU, Ohio State, uh, Georgia, and Tennessee. Uh, obviously George is on that list because I don't know if you people there can see at home <laughs> he's got that big G that big Georgia Bulldog it's not Grambling that's a big G for Georgia what do you, before we uh, before we get to to um, Jaheem here in a second why do you like those six schools kind of list something that you like from all six of them um, I feel like I'm a priority there um, and I just like the coaches really my, my uh, recruitment I think right now the best way to give me is my uh, connection and relationship Right with the coach. So UC is on that list. I would think you know we're in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. hometown school. I know Mike went to school there. was was a big time baller there. What what do you like about the hometown school? The Bearcats. There'd be the only school, and I hate using this term, but the only school outside of the Power Five on your list. Why is UC on the list? Um, I just feel like I'm a priority there. Uh, like I said, Coach uh, Fickle and his, the rest of the staff have great coaches. They also had a wonderful season. They yes, beat, they did. Eleven and two. Yes, sir. What about let's see Ohio State? Obviously, another in-state school. Is that what's the relationship there with the with the Buckeyes? Um, just Coach Johnson and Coach Davis. Uh, they stay consistent, really. 
throughout my process, they was like, I think maybe one of the like big power five schools to first offer me. Uh-huh. And then Coach Johnson just like a great uh, the defensive line coach. So that's really why they're on my list right now. And I would think UK. I know if, if someone from UK, yeah, Vince if, if, if someone in Cincinnati is being recruited to UK, I'm sure it's pretty much Vince Morrow. Is, is that the, yes, the recruiting the tie into UK right now? Yes, sir. And and UK obviously had a great season as well. They just had a couple of guys drafted in the draft as well. So a great list. Um, half the SEC it seems like is on here. Georgia, Tennessee as well. Um, I, I guess, Mikey, you, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, just. Why was it so important for you, Darion? Maybe Coach Daniels can chime in here too uh, to, to have that top six at this point. Because obviously, you could just kind of let the process play out, not really narrow things, kind of keep it private. But why was it kind of important for you to to have that at, at this point? Um, I just felt like at the time it was just. Uh, I think it was just time to drop it. Really, I think it was time to because uh, I'm. I'm it's, I was, it seemed far away, but commitment right around the corner. Really, so I think it was just great to drop it right then and there. When you, oh, I'm sorry, sorry to step on your toes there, Mike. I know we're going to get more into social media stuff as we kind of go along here. But when you send out a list like that, I know there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, 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 you know, go, you know, go Bulldogs, go, you know, go Vols. But I'm sure there's some haters out there too. What is that kind of, what is that like as, where are you, 18? I'm 17. 17, 17. 17, one of my coworkers, when he saw you guys coming, he was like, are those guys in the NFL? <laughs> he was, he was amazing. the next NFL draft special <laughs> right. for next year, right? <laughs> but when you see that kind of stuff, you're a 17-year-old kid. And I'm going to be frank here. You're, you're, still a, you're not even a man. You're, you're, you're still a kid. How do you deal with some of that kind of stuff that, that I know there's got to be some backlash when you send out a list like that? I, it's my decision. I really don't care yeah. what other people think. Yeah. That's, uh, a, yeah. that's a grown-up way to look at it. Yeah. All right, Jaheim, when you look at kind of everything that your man over here is going to the right, you just, uh, I know we were kind of joking about it before, Florida State just recently offered you, and I know you said it was a typo when, when you kind of sent it out. What, what's the recruiting process been like for you? What's your, kind of your list look like right now? Um, I'm going to drop a top six probably <laughs> soon, but it's been a good recruiting, recruiting process. I've been humble. Yeah. Coach Daniels, what, what do you learn the most about this process? Because I know you've been – with these guys on a lot of visits and uh you know i mean even back in march uh you had alabama offer i mean there's just a lot of stuff probably thrown at these guys and and at yourself in terms of information and relationships formed um what's the biggest thing that you've learned out of this knowing that you've gone through a similar process well um going through it as a player but also um, going through it as a coach so i was i was uh, familiar with the process i think for me the neatest thing about the process is being um like you said, the relationships that have been that have been built, and just the neat things that different places they go through, and the things that they do to uh, capture the attention of a young man. And um, so it's been neat to uh, meet the different personalities, like you talked about the the, the Orgerons of the world, the Freemans right. of the world, and and build strong relationships because this 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 football family is 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 a small network, um, and and it and it crosses over between high school to college to the NFL it's a it's a tight-knit unit and so just being able to hear the same stories and and of of different coaches and what they've done has been neat and also just being able to expose our young men um to different places and and um and just be able to have that experience in life which is is neat it's neat it's really important did you expect all this I mean in terms of the amount of offers the type of offers and the type of attention both these guys have been receiving. Well, um, it's a special time, so you, you don't expect it at this level to be able to have multiple guys in one class in, in, a, in a city of Cincinnati 
like that that highly recruited and and um obviously being at a place like Princeton provides a platform for these young men that that creates a hype with the story tradition but I mean to be able to have these two young men is is special and um I'm honored I really am how much, how much, uh, I was checking your Twitter, you know, timeline recently. I saw Paris kind of responded once you, you know, put out your top six. <laughs> I mean, does, does the aspect, is he in your ear? Does the aspect of playing with some of the guys that, you know, you didn't necessarily grow up going to high school with, but you guys all share a city. Does that aspect, does that bond playing at all to, to what this process is, how it's kind of undergone? Oh, yeah, sure, Definitely. What's your what's your relationship like with Paris? Because I'm sure he would love to have you on the other side of the line. Maybe not during practice, but he would sure <laughs> during during Saturdays. I'm sure he'd love to have you up there, both of you. Uh, that's my brother, that's my guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think me and him playing in college together. I think that would be a big big thing. But right now, see how everything work out. What about you, Jaheem? I mean, is is it in, does the aspect? Do you guys talk to each other? I mean, I'm sure you have your own separate you know, um, list of things that you want out of any college that you go to, any program that you're interested in. But do you guys compare notes? You're like, all right, I like this. Do you do you guys ever consider maybe going to the same school together? How does it work out between the two of you personally? Yes, sir, yeah. of course. Yeah, because uh, Paris is my guy too. And yeah. we all do want to play at the same school together. But, you know, if we can't, things still be cool. Right. You're referring to Paris Johnson. I right, Paris Johnson. I was saying X. Right, right. right. So um, what's been the most surprising thing Coach, I'd like to ask you about about this process. I mean, you probably hear the same sales pitches from these college programs. They all want to get these guys on campus. They all want to get a commitment from these guys. But there's got to be a common theme, you know, throughout that those visits. But I mean, what's surprised you the most about this process with these two guys, Jaheim and Darian? Uh, no big surprises. Um, I, we started early, and that was strategic in, with, with our, our, our coaching staff to be able to go as they're getting into their sophomore years. You notice a kid's on that level and the potential. So my first time with Jaheim, he's 15 years old, and he's 200 pounds. But when you're, when you're good and you understand the game, you, you know he's going to be something special. And so I sat in that, that young man's living room and told him, hey, you do X, Y, and Z, this is what happened for you. And so you saw it <laughs> manifest. Playing out, right. it, 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 so it, it was strategic in that. So no big surprises, but like I said, just, just the, the level of schools that, that these young men have the opportunity to to attend um, has been great, and 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 also being able to use it as a as a, a tool to educate and 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 really um, let them grow by humbling them, finding ways to keep them humbled and challenge them um, to keep them level. <laughs> how much? Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead, how go ahead. has it helped uh, the rest of your team? Just uh, yeah. in terms of uh, recruiting and. Uh, how that's the impact has been of these guys. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's great exposure for, for every athlete um, really across across our, our district because now you got a, a, a player at that, that statue, that level. Now what happens is everybody say, okay, reputation is when I come to Cincinnati, I have to stop by Princeton. So even if I don't have a chance at a Jaheim or Darion, what about a Juan Jarrett? What about a Caleb Crawford? What about a Sterling Burkhalter? What about um, a Vincent Mullen Jr.? What about a Brandon Williams? And, and oh, man, that's a good-looking guy, Coach. And maybe I'll, I'll get that guy. And so that's that's the neat thing for our kids. And Rising all, all tides, right? Absolutely. It's, 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 we're all, I like to say, we're all eating. And and so, yes, they, they get all the attention, but part of, part of this whole process is about the masses because we wear Princeton across our chest, and that's what, and that's what it's really all about. It's about the masses. 
Speaking of eating, I know Mike kind of likes to do these stories. He likes to ask this question from time to time. But what what are you guys eating? I mean, because you you aren't normal size seventeen year old kind of dudes. Well, what are y'all eating? I mean, do you what, what, what are we packing away on a normal day? What have you eaten today? Let me ask that. Today I had some chicken. Fried <laughs> <laughs> chicken Wednesdays. Yeah, where at? Where'd you guys eat today? At school, yeah, school. And I, I know, so I know you guys like the amount. Keenan's wanting to yeah, know the amount of grocery chicken. bill. Like, yeah. what's that? I oh, guess no. Mama handles that, right? You don't even know. You, you probably don't even know what a gallon of milk costs, right? Don't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know you guys like to compete against each other. We were talking before the show started. You guys like to hoop against each other, and there was some debate, little debate <laughs> about who's the better basketball player, but. Do you guys compete in like every aspect? I mean, as far as on the football field, obviously, you know, who's who's running faster, who's lifting more, who's who's doing this, who's doing that. How do, how do you guys foster competition between each other? Uh, every game, we try to see who get it, like the most sacks. Right. Because <laughs> like, if you compete against each other, I mean, you both going to end up doing good. Right. So. Who, and who had the more sex last year? Uh, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can maybe almost blame that on the scheming and the coach. You can be like, yeah. Coach, look, you need to be sending me on the blitz more, bro. I'll, I'll step out of the way. How much are you guys looking forward to your senior season? Well, I think. Oh, yeah, a lot. I think this season is going to be big. Um, I think we have a great opportunity to uh, win a GMC this year. Speaking of the GMC, it's a little bit of a makeover as far as that school, a little a little uh, coal rain. Uh, I'll just say coal rain. It's, it's, it's changed a little bit over there. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see this as an opportunity to be, you know, the first senior class in, what is it, 19 years? No. Yeah. 19 years to, to take a GMC title, and this is open for anybody, to take the GMC away from coal rain now that Tom Bolden's moved on to Lakota West. Of course. Yes, yeah. What I'll say is um, they've done a great job. You know, started with Kerry Combs and, 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 mm-hmm. and ended with Tom Bolden, and, and both did a phenomenal job building and, and sustaining that program. Um, our focus is always, yes, it's the GMC, but really it's about ourselves because if we take care of business and do the things necessary, you know, it, it, it our, we could take care of ourselves. So, um, you know, so as we look at it and, and, and what I'm putting and preaching into these young men is, um, don't worry about everybody else. Worry about yourself, and then that'll take care of the rest for us. So um, it is a great opportunity, and, and there's been some shifts in terms of the GMC. But what you can, what you're going to guarantee is you got eight schools with, with great resources and great facilities and good talent, and, um, and it'll be extremely competitive. I, I think honestly, the GMC is the probably the toughest public school league in probably the Midwest, pound for pound, and um, um, and so. We're excited to uh, go and compete at that level. Coach, give us a snapshot of each one of these guys beyond the football field because I'm always interested to know, you know, the life behind the student athlete uh, inside the classroom. Um, you know, if they're not playing football, I know Darion, I mean, you know, you guys both play basketball, obviously. Um, just give me a, give us a kind of a snapshot of uh, behind the scenes with these guys, what they're like. Well, well, um, I'll, I'll start with uh, Darion on my left. So Darion is, is, you know, he's he's very close to me. Um, his, actually, his mom is is a second cousin of mine. And so... Everybody's related at Princeton. I swear, every time I go over there, like, baby. That, that's, that's my cousin, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Licking Heist is close-knit. So, um, and so, you know, Darion, you know, has always been his big this big kid, um, this phenom, he started, so in eighth grade, he, he thought he was he was considered the number one player in the state for basketball. So that's what he was going to do. And, he was going to hoop. And, he was going to hoop. And, and um, so it's good to see him back 
uh, where he belongs, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but good family, good student. Um, you talk to the kids in, in the school, just good people. He was raised right. Mm-hmm. He was raised the right way. And um, that's been a, the neat thing. Same with Jaheem. Jaheem is, um, is, a, is a kid. And, and he's, he kind of holds a special place because, like I said, he, he was a, a buck 99, 200 pounds when, when, he, when he got rolling with this. And you see him. And, and actually, Jaheem is still 16. And so he won't turn 17 until July. So, I mean, you're talking about the development of that young man is, is crazy. But just seeing him... <laughs> Every every week, just just grow just a little bit, gain pounds, and make it important to him. Um, see him develop, and and you see him this time last year, and then you see him now. And it's like whoa, he's growing into a man, and he's only he's 16 years old. So that's the neat thing about it. And um, again, another great great kid, uh, great family. Uh, Melvin and Lisa, good peoples, and um, and they, uh, we got a we got a good thing going. Um, just good good energy, good family environment around our program, and. Um, and we're blessed. We're blessed to, to, to have these opportunities. We're blessed to have these young men, um, people in the school, administrators, um, the, the, the support staff, teachers. They, they love these kids. And, and, um, and so it's a special time in Princeton land. So we're excited about it. Darion and Jaheem, tell us what uh, Princeton football means to each one of you. It's family. Uh, we, got, we got a, a great uh, fan base behind us. So uh, I think, I think that would be a, a, a big thing coming up this upcoming season. Family. Yeah. What was it? Uh, you guys speak of family. I mean, both literal and, and, you know, in a figurative sense. Last year, I think we all know it was difficult for you guys after, you know, the, the off the field kind of stuff kind of happened as far as having a player that, that wasn't supposed to be playing, whatever, whatever, whatever. How difficult was it for you guys as you were juniors last year, but I'm sure you were still leaders on this team. How difficult was it to, to pick up your teammates and be like, look, we, we may have lost some opportunities here, but we still have a chance to be able to do something special. And, and not only this year, but moving forward into next season as well. How did you guys kind of pick up your teammates? Because I'm sure that had to be one of the hardest kind of moments to deal with in your young lives at this point. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> I always have my phone on silent. That, that is the first time that's ever happened to me. I apologize <laughs> to everyone out there. Yeah. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah, it hurt us, but I feel like it kind of brought, it brought us a little bit closer to each other because we know we had to like, pick each other up and like practice in, in a game so Darian what about you pretty much what he said uh, had to pick each other up we had a team meeting let each other know that we still have uh, opportunity to go out here and win these games I think we had what five more games left mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah so yeah it was, that was a pretty pretty big I, I think it really brought us together for sure yeah, so. You got a uh, high school football combine coming up uh, tomorrow uh, at Princeton. Uh, hopefully, the weather will be cooperative. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> across, but, the fingers, uh, across the across the board, uh, kind of a partnership uh, starting out at Wyoming High School, six fifteen a.m. If people aren't familiar with this, college coaches are now allowed to uh, basically evaluate and observe um, our area high school football um, players. Um, do, um, new NCAA rules. I guess it went into effect maybe last year. Um, but, uh, you know, Wyoming, Walnut Hills, LaSalle, Winton Woods, and Princeton That's a gauntlet, uh, are going to be uh, members of this combine uh, tomorrow. There's going to be another one um, next week as well. And there's one today in the Southwest Ohio Conference in Talawanda. But anyways, Coach Daniels, trying to uh, figure out 
how many of your players will participate in this and what are you hoping to get out of this in terms of visibility for your program and in front of a, a great opportunity in front of college coaches? It, it's a, it's a, it's a, a no brainer. It's a, it's a great opportunity for our kids to be exposed to, to different colleges and in, in, in an organized time for all these coaches around the country to come check our guys out and see them move. And so what, what you'll have is um, 50, 50 coaches uh, from various different universities from division two, three NAIA, to high major uh, division one and they get to come and check our kids out and we'll we'll have a good bit of of kids um um, out there to impress and so our kids be on a stage where they have to perform and which is always good to challenge young men and and then on the flip side these coaches because of not having spring ball they can see kids do football drills and, and move around and get a get a glimpse of what that kid would be like on the field versus because there's certain parts of the evaluation as a recruiter. You check the film, you check the weight room, and now you want to see the kid live on the field. And so because there's no spring ball, this is the next best thing. And and we pump it up because we want our kids to, A, get something out of it and, and be able to be challenged and compete compete and so we'll we'll, we'll put them on put them on on the, on the on the grass or on the turf and and get after it and yes hopefully the weather <laughs> plays to our part let me ask you guys what do you guys think of like these different camps and combines and stuff versus actual games because it seems like the the art of recruiting has changed somewhat from just going from your game film from the 10 games you're playing during the fall to all right let's get him on let's get him on our campus let's see how he does in seven on seven let's see how he does you know up against one-on-one stuff like that what do you guys how do you guys like that process versus just the game stuff um i think it's great for like my teammates like coach said uh get them exposure so the coaches can see them since we don't have spring ball like right. other states. So I think that that plays a big part in other guys' recruitment, such as mine also. Yeah. Right. Like he said, I feel like it's great for our teammates. And we still go out there with the same mentality as we would in a game to, like, still dominate our competition. Yeah. You know, one of those ongoing debates I think will never – go away is simply a shot clock in high school basketball and spring football in Ohio. And coach, where do you stand on the, the spring football? Because you hear both arguments. You hear, you know, it would take away from spring sports, track and field, baseball, lacrosse. But then you hear it's such a benefit uh, from a recruiting standpoint and getting a heads up on coaching and instruction. Where do you kind of stand on that? You know what I think the happy medium is um, at the end of the sports season. So, you know, mid-May, right, right at schools are letting out. If, if they gave us two weeks to be able to do some sort of maybe just helmets, maybe 10 days of just shells shells, or even just, just being able to say helmet and jersey to be able to go do organized team um, things, I think that would be suffice. So for many different reasons, so for from a recruiting standpoint, also for organizing the development of our young men to be able to say, hey, we're playing a, a high-end, violent sport, um, very, very meticulous in how you, how you operate. So teaching how to tackle and teaching the proper, um, uh, you know, little skills to have success. And so I think that's probably the happy medium because I, I understand why, why we don't do it, the weather and the thing, the spring sports. But even if they were to allow a football and organized uh, formations to be able to, to say, hey, these are the workouts. These are we getting into uniforms. We're doing pursuit drills. We're doing we're teaching the tackle. Hey, maybe we tagging off, but getting into a football position and learning and training your eyes to be able to do so instead of uh, because I think it's time. You you look over at Kentucky. They're they're doing the full deal. Um, and like I said, I I understand if you don't if we if we don't go towards a full full padded situation, but there there can be a happy medium in my opinion. 
get to 10 days in June, but obviously, uh, as Mike just mentioned, maybe a mid-May possibility would be something that I mean, I think realistic. if we're doing it for the kids, and which is what this, this whole endeavor is for, I mean, I think we want to teach safety. We want to teach how to be prepared properly for the game. And then we also want to give kids opportunities when it comes to the next level. So if it's for the kids, let's do it for the kids. Absolutely. I don't think there's any reason why we wouldn't do it that way. But, you know, Mike is just a brilliant guy. So I tend to agree with anything that Mike kind of says. <laughs> I got a final question before yeah. you wrap things up. But uh, you mentioned, Coach, how Darion was the number one uh, rated basketball player in eighth grade. <laughs> Darion, I want to get your best uh, story about playing with Darius Baisley because obviously we're t- uh-huh. talking about the NBA draft here and uh, have interviewed Coach Wright a num- a numerous times about uh, Darius. And uh, give me something on the court, in practice, in a game. <laughs> that really stands out from his time there. There's so many. Darius is a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I can't even really um, practice. I'm trying to think. It's so many. I think one game I threw him like a little, like a like a fake pass and threw it to him and he dunked it. That was nasty. But uh, I can't. I can't think. I was of waiting for one. you to say you dunked on him in practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he, little, he couldn't defend himself, so you probably could say that right now. No one would know. You could make it up. You could make it up. <laughs> nah, he dunked on everybody on the team, but me. I think I was moving. I was including like, Jaheim. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he, Jaheim, he got Jaheim too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this season before we wrap things up here. I know. It's been a minute since Princeton has gotten to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys are looking towards winning the GMC. There's a lot of goals out there. But what would it mean for, you know, Lincoln Heights? What would it mean for Princeton High School for you guys to take this program back to the playoffs during your senior year? I think it'd be big. Yeah, it would, it would be basically made history. Yeah. Right. It would mean a lot for our senior year. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, I, I think we we had a great year. We had a great run. We ended it. About as well as we could. There you go. We got two yeah. of the two of the top. Appreciate you guys being yeah, here. Yeah, two of the top Great high insight. school prospects, two of the best young men you can meet in the Cincinnati area, not only football-wise, just, just as young men in general. I want to thank Jaheem Thomas and Darion Henry for joining us. Of course, Coach Mike, Hen- or Mike Daniels for joining us here <laughs> on uh, WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Princeton Superintendent Tom Burton. He's off camera right he's now. He's off camera, too, but, but he's, uh, he's hanging he's out. Here. He's hanging uh, out. <laughs> Tom, thanks for, did you chauffeur him in? Did you have to do the drive-in? <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for joining us this week. Any any last shout outs? Anything you guys want to get off your chest before we get out of here? I would. Yeah. So, um, you know, talking about the draft and free agency. So, mm-hmm. how neat it is at Princeton to have, you know, you Spencer Ward just signed with the Colts. Right. You know, Ty- Tyrell Gilbert with, with the Eagles. You have an MLB player with Josh Harrison. You have with the, the, with the Tigers, right? With the Tigers, you got a, you got a WNBA player from Princeton, and, and, and then you you got the NBA with. Darius Baisley um, here coming, so it's it's a get all the bases covered. And, and, Jordan, right and Jordan Cyber, Jordan right. Cyber with the with the Hawks, and so it's 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 a pretty neat place as you as you can see. Yeah, it is. I mean, anytime I drive by Prince High School, I'm just like, man, what a facility. I mean, Bless. anytime you go, you go to the you know you go to the court. Obviously, you go to the football. You go to Mancuso Field. It's big things happening at Prince. I would not be surprised to see. These Vikings back in the playoffs this year. Yeah, definitely. I want to give a quick mention. I'm glad that Coach brought that up. Uh, Kelsey Mitchell of the Indiana Fever. She'll be recognized at the Woodlawn Community Center Friday night. Uh, a Q&A session, be signing autographs. Um, just a great event. And she's such a great ambassador for everyone in right. this greater Cincinnati area. Obviously, uh, McDonald's All-American from Princeton and four-time All-American at Ohio State. <laughs> uh, we always enjoyed speaking with Kelsey and her father, Mark. So uh, good stuff right there. Either one of you can hang with Kelsey on the court. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need long to think about that one. All right. Unfortunately, we've we've come to the end not only of this podcast, but also this season of podcasts here for this season of the WCPO Insider Podcast. We had a great run. I mean, Moeller won a basketball title. Uh, uh, name off. I mean, I'm, oh my I'm, goodness. I'm, I mean, you can go from the fall when it comes to uh, all our state titles and right. soccer and, and, you know, the great uh, football playoffs that we've had and, uh, you know, it's just, it goes on and on. And it seems like every year there, there's more and more stories, more and more news, more and more changes. So many head right. coaching changes in football yes, this offseason. Uh, there continues to be some news in basketball, a lot of head coaching changes, a lot of college recruiting news. And, and you're on top of it all. Well, yeah, that's well, right. I appreciate that. But I, I, it's, at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. It's all about uh, talking to student athletes and the coaches and administrators and I just I enjoy my job and I appreciate uh, being able to. I always tell you this: one of the highlights of my work week is uh, spending it with you. And then when Greg's here and our producer Brian East, want to give him a special shout yeah, out. Yeah, Brian, a fantastic you, job. You don't have a camera on yourself uh, back there. <laughs> we need to turn the camera around to him. Uh, one of these but, days uh, we'll hook you up for all those uh, texts that I've sent you on uh, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> say, hey, we're gonna have this coach here getting ready for the playoffs. We're gonna have this athlete here. And, uh, we talked to Mark Edwards, uh, the the last Mister Football. Hopefully that will change finally yeah. this fall. And we'll have another Mr. Football from Greater Cincinnati. Possibly one of these guys. How how great would it be to have a defensive player be a Mr. Football? But, Defense uh, always gets overlooked in football these days. It really does. <laughs> but uh, we've had a lot of great interviews, a lot of great uh, insight, and uh, I appreciate uh, you, you hosting this. And I appreciate uh, you writing out these scripts for me every week. That's what I appreciate because I wouldn't I know. I'm prepared. You know that so. it's like it's like I, I just walk in. I'm like a pilot. I walk in. I sit down, and like the autopilot's already set up for me. I just sit down and well, I just go. We, so I appreciate you, Mike. Thank you, Keenan. All right, guys. Good luck to everyone here on this panel this year, including ourselves, of course. Good luck to you, Princeton Vikings, in 2019 as you guys try to make it back to the playoffs. All right, that wraps up this season of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. We'll be back, though. Don't be sad. We'll be back. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon.